0: May only truth be offered here this day, and may only truth be received. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, here in this part of the world, we, we really don't know what darkness is. The amount of light pollution that is inherent in a city the size of the Halifax Regional Municipality means that it is never truly dark. Even when the power fails in part of this city, it rarely affects the entire municipality. Well, when the elect- electricity fails in rural northern Cape Breton, it gets dark. One night in my time during North Smoky, the power went out in Neal's Harbor while I was in Inganish, some 20 kilometers away, leading services, Uh, and in that place it was unaffected. I came home, the power was out, but so too were the stars. I remember standing in the driveway of the rectory and looking up at the glory of God's sky. Without the pollution of human-made light in the sky, it is something truly marvelous to behold. Once we let our eyes adjust to the lower light levels, the clear and unclouded night sky reveals its true beauty. And it reveals the world around us in different ways, a way that forces us to actually take time to see what is in front of us. Under the light of the night sky, with the stars and the moon, we have to concentrate. We have to concentrate on our surroundings so that we can make our way around. Under the light of human-made streetlights or human-made car headlights, it is all too easy to become lazy and simply float from pool of light to pool of light. When all is revealed by human hands, we no longer see the glory of God's creation, and we no longer take the time to appreciate or to observe the people and things around us. As we hurtle headlong through the season of Epiphany leading into the season of Lent, our lectionary readings prepare us with words of call, commitment, mission, service, and trust. All of these readings intend to lighten our own personal darkness and point us in the direction of the one true light, the light of Jesus, and the light of our devotion to the call of our God. In these days, as the daylight grows longer bit by bit, we're beginning to crawl our way out of the darkness that is winter. When once we lit candles to drive away the dark, now we are reminded that our light has come. It has come into the world in the person of Jesus. All too often we let the darkness of our lives get the better of us. We allow ourselves to wallow in our own darkness. Perhaps it's because we secretly enjoy living in the dark, or perhaps it's because we just don't know how to escape our dark. Either way, many people live lives that are consumed with darkness. Sickness, death, financial troubles, change, upheaval, problem relationships, politics, and all the other problems we face on a daily basis can wrap themselves around us and make us feel like we're living in the dark. Many people in our world are desperate to find a light that leads them out Of this darkness. All too often, those who are so desperate for light turn toward human created light, such as gambling, drugs, alcohol, and all the other ways to try to escape the darkness that is human life. But when we do this, when we we turn toward human creations to escape, all we find is we slip further into that darkness or that what we thought was the cure has now become our new darkness. What the season of Epiphany tells us is that we are to learn that the light that we are so desperately searching comes not from human sources, but from the source of all, from God. Again, more often than not, we turn to God when all else has failed. When the wheels fall off the bus of our lives and as our last resort, we turn heavenward. And It is then that we look to God to bail us out of the darkness we have immersed ourselves in. When we have exhausted all other avenues of escape, we turn to God in the hope that some last-minute intervention will save us, even from ourselves. Sadly, however, a life built upon that hope is a life that is doomed to fail. A hope that we will be miraculously saved at the last moment from the problems of our own making is a hope that is built on sand. We who call ourselves Christians need to see our lives differently than cramming for the final exam. Our lives are to be filled with the kind of unity, agreement, and faith that is based upon a lifetime of careful nurturing. Jesus calls his disciples and asks them to give up all that they knew before he came into their lives. And Jesus says to us, today, here, in this place, drop what you are doing. Leave behind that which makes you feel comfortable and follow me. If you do this, then I will help you draw people to me through you. Jesus is the light of the world. The example and message of Jesus is that which, when followed constantly and consistently, will lighten our darkness of sin and despair. However, the light of Jesus, the the power to ease the darkness of this world, can only be made manifest in this world through us, through you and through me. When the first disciples dropped their nets and left their homes and families, they did so that the greater greater good of God could be carried out. And so that God's light could shine in this world that is so filled with darkness. We, my friends, we are those disciples now. We are called by Jesus to live lives so they become tiny lights of Jesus in the darkness. Much like the stars that shine in the unadulterated sky, we are to be lights that show others the way toward the life of Jesus faith is at its best when it is shared faith is not a private possession that we can never talk about or that we should hoard away as some treasure far from it faith is a treasure that can only have worth when it is given away when it is shared with the whole world my dear friends may we let the light of jesus shine forth from all that we do as individuals, as a parish, as a church, with all that we have, all of the time. And then we too will be the great light that others who sit in darkness yearn to see. We too will fish for people and bring them to the light of salvation, bring them to God. We too will be dropping all the darkness of this world that holds us back from immediately following Jesus. And then, My dear brothers and sisters, then we will be proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease of darkness and every sickness among the people. Amen.